0: the Brain Candy Podcast. I'm Susie Meister, and I'm here with Sarah Rice. And we have a guest today. He's someone super special who I heard does not like our theme song. <laughs> Rumor has it. Who is he, Sarah? Uh, he's the sexiest,
1: most handsome Beast. man in the whole universe. That would be <laughs> my husband, Mr. Landon Patterson. Woo! Yay! Yay! Adam's going to have to edit in some
0: clapping. Yeah, for sure. Welcome. Welcome. Oh, thank you. Uh Yes, we decided it was high time the Brain Candy audience met the
1: legendary Land. I mean, I've been talking about it for almost a half a year, more over half a year now. So.
0: We won't spend a lot of time on it, but I know you do have some grievances. Would you like to share any at this point about our show?
2: Oh, time to <laughs> set the record straight. So many things to say.
0: Is there something that sticks out in your mind, like the, wor- the moment where you were listening and were like, what is wrong with her?
2: Um, you know, there's a pretty long list of them, but it's exciting too. It's exciting, you know. There was the online dating piece. You know, there's a lot of different parts. But you know what? I've let her do her thing here. You know, it's, wow. this is her space. That's this so- is her dojo, <laughs> and we'll let her be the master of her dojo. I've trained him well. So we'll let it be. We'll so you be. feel
0: like it's just it's okay she has her own thing and if well, she drags drag you, you into it it's
2: already in the pod's <laughs> castosphere yeah and you can't pull it back once it's, it's been aired mm-hmm. it's done now we now, did have
1: to have a long conversation about boobs and oh, how I, yeah. I I I will not be getting them and let's
2: no 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 let's oh good point here so let's talk boobs for a moment can we listen <laughs> yeah. back to boobs yes boobs
0: what happened every woman
2: should have them Number one, <laughs> we agree on that. If she wants boobs, she should get boobs for her, not for me. Uh uh-uh. oh. Set the record straight. Did she? Preach. <laughs> Did Done. she
0: claim that you were pressuring her?
2: She was claiming kind of this reverse psychology situation, like, I'm getting them because you want me to get them, because <laughs> you like them, because I know that you like them, because I see what you like on Instagram. Yeah. Kind of a reverse psychology double under overhook choke out. And I, we literally, Sarah and I have had three no-joke bang-out one-hour arguments right. about the Brain Candy podcast oh God, <laughs> in the car. It. And so that's why it's like not really p- germane or appropriate to have this <laughs> bang-out here in our food discussion. That's true. we agree on food. Yes. Okay, great. Food, everyone should have it. Okay. Several times a day.
0: Okay, so <laughs> this is a topic agree. that won't end your marriage.
2: No. Oh, thank God. We're okay. both fat kids. Oh! I- so we're totally in agreement on the fat kids power movement.
0: When what is this all about? Because you guys claim this, but I I have yet to see evidence of your oh, fat he was a big legacy. Boy.
2: Really? Yeah, Husky? yeah. I was a fat kid my whole life. I was I grew up. I I was up to three hundred pounds at one time in my life. Uh, I was uh, in Jenny Craig when I was eleven.
0: You were not true story.
2: Uh, dad put me in Jenny Craig when I was eleven. Imagine being in the Jenny Craig meetings with adult fat people or a uh, large people, obese people. And you're like the 11 year old and like dad's like in there and you're like getting Work- your food and you're taking it to junior high and they're making you leave the lunch room and you're going into the teacher's room to microwave your food. So food issues, check all <laughs> the boxes. Yeah. got them all worked out.
0: So you... Were you chubby or were you really big at that time?
2: I was chubby to fat and then basically then after about Jenny Craig then I just pretty much ate my feelings up until yeah, up until that so, point. So yeah, and then right about when I was about twenty one, I just you know, you kinda of get to that point where you get to the maturity phase and you get enough discipline where you can actually diet and work out and I lost almost a hundred pounds. Over about an eight-month period, and it was like people would ask me, like, how did you do it? And it was like the old-fashioned way, and just ate better, worked out, and it's been at war with the waistline ever since. But I lost that really big amount of weight, and then probably doing the 20-pound fluctuation for the next 15 years and probably forever. uh, now you're
0: stud, though. Yeah. It's
2: all, you know. They call me Mandy. The a man candy.
0: Nobody no. calls you that. No
2: one, no one calls you <laughs> that. that nobody's ever called him that. Nobody what, did calls what that. What is
0: the much. Jenny Craig approach to dieting?
2: Um, it's like a, a if you're... I think the approach is, you know, it's like managing your food. If you're all together with everybody and you're kind of all talking with everybody. It's kind of like all the... They have
0: their own food.
2: They have their own food. Yeah. And then you get together with a group of people and they're all like expressing their feelings and nobody's shaming yeah. themselves. But like my dad would, my dad he'd, he'd bring the journal home, and that's quick. Total quick aside story. He caught me <laughs> eating Dorito chips. That was not as a part of it, and he wrote it down in my <gasps> journal. And he took me to the classes, and he told made me like confess no. to the teacher. horrible. Confessor. No wonder you had food issues. Yeah. I blame your parents. Did that they cute? shame you? For um, it? they didn't. But dad was like, "And how many chips? How many Doritos?" <laughs> so. Food. It'll get you. And it's maybe a, he,
0: they were like, we're not mad. We're just disappointed. Oh, <laughs> now,
2: like the meanest. Now, now tell Jenny you're sorry. <laughs> Tell it me, is tell like Jenny intelligent sorry yeah. oh. there's there was flagellation. there was like there was like they gave you the like cat of nine tails and you whip your back oh. and you're just like Catholic uh, there like were no the,
0: other kids I can't believe they let kids in
1: I can't believe that either,
2: yeah, no, I mean you know, this was like in the nineties, early nineties, and I mean childhood obesity was certainly an issue i mean today, I bet you they have a child obesity oh. section, I mean, think about how big obesity is yeah. as a subject, but um, Yeah, certainly. Were you the
0: only kid at the time? At that
2: time, yeah. Oh my God, trailblazing. Yeah. Yeah, Uh. Oh, I blazed that (laughs) sucker up. Don't you worry.
1: Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder.
0: The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly
1: practice specific skills.
0: Well, so now, like, how would you describe your relationship with food? Is it just something you have to think about all the time? Or is it...
2: Yeah, it's definitely like civil war. There's definitely... Yeah, absolutely. But I think, you know, as you get older, I mean, food is... You know, food's not something that you can avoid, right? So you're around it, and I'm in the wine business now. So I've been in the wine business my entire life, my entire professional career since I was 21. So every single day, I'm working with chefs. I'm in restaurants. I, you know, um, tonight my wife and I will be going out with a client, and we'll be going out to an amazing dinner and yeah. wine. And you add the booze in there, and it's it's really a difficult process, and you just. You Over time, you have to find that right balance, you know. And we work out a lot. Yeah. We're
1: like five-day-a-weekers because we have to, like, maintain, you know. Yeah, to this, be steady. To be, like,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: not to be thin or fit. Yeah. Just to, like, not be obese because we eat and drink.
2: It, yeah. it certainly helps to have somebody in your life that has similar um like issues or and also sort of goals and sort of food. Like if Sarah was like a like just somebody who could just eat McDonald's all the time and oh. drink whatever, no. that would be piss me off and I would be like I would have an issue. But she has sort of similar sort of things that she has to deal with and so we kind of do it together should and sorry makes... about
1: the iced tea incident yesterday? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh the should. iced tea
2: incident is a good one. Tell <laughs> me, <laughs>
1: do you want to say you want me to
2: yeah, sure. You tell your side of the story, and I'll tell mine. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like divorce court in yeah. here. We're driving, and, uh, we have a big long drive home the other day, yesterday. And he's like, "Oh, I'm going to stop inside the, you know, liquor like store and grab something to drink." And he comes out with the water, and he comes out with an Arizona iced tea, and he puts it down in in the center console. And I look at it, and I look at him in a probably in hindsight, very condescending way, not
2: probably in any way to <laughs> perform in an absolutely condescending uh, way.
1: And I said, excuse me, do you know that there are 24 grams of sugar in a serving size? And there are three serving sizes in this can. That means that there are 73 grams of sugar in this. Do you know that you're, why do you he just didn't. take an entire cup of sugar and just dump it in your mouth? I didn't say that last part, but I was thinking it and I might as well, cause I said it with my eyes and then he just picks up the iced tea and Chucks it
2: out. Oh, so I just no. <laughs> pick it, it up, rest. pick it up, open the door, and just huck it out the window like a hand grenade, and I just know. go, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then we have like then we a,
1: then we have a, a battle about in a car thirty to forty
2: five minute like first Cold War, then do a this and that. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, it, you know, her intentions are all uh, in love and all these types of <laughs> I
1: don't want you drinking 73 grams of sugar in one sitting. Cause I no. know you'll drink the entire can. No. That's not healthy. No, no, I also I wouldn't drink, let you shove McDonald's drink, in your mouth. I
2: don't drink any soda. I don't drink any sugary drinks. So it's a rarity, but I was kind of like her like judgy yeah. Jenny Craig. It was like flashback to <laughs> <of> Jenny Craig. <laughs> it's like
3: the
0: like Doritos. My oh my God. Like, <laughs> Oh, do we have a food
2: journal we need to go to? Oh. Fast God shaming me do you want to circle my fat now do you want to get the marker out <laughs> oh my god why
0: did you do that sarah you just felt like he didn't know yeah you thought you were informing a him? person yeah.
2: who's been on a every a diet since age six who doesn't know what sugar is. No, in everything. but I or just, were you uh, jealous?
1: Like you wanted some? No, I would never drink that. Uh, the, never. I, those sugary drinks, I think, are the worst. Um, I, I, I and, have and, a hamburger and, over and sugar. This drinks.
2: morning, I just want to say, in fairness, my <laughs> wife just got um, on the frequent flyer to um, Cool King and Yogurtland. They send her every um, oh. every single week uh, six to eight ounces of free for her frequent flying to yogurt. <laughs> Land and Cool King, but she would never have a yo. She would never have an iced tea. But she's a frequent flyer at the old Yogurt Land. So hey, pot kettle
3: blackness. What? Burn. Why What's
2: in what's in there? What's in that? Hmm. Well, I Sarah. don't know what. How many grams of sugars that are in those? Is, Actually, I don't some even of them are sugar free. So oh, some of them, but which Actually, ones no. are you getting? No, probably not sugar free ones. Yeah. especially since that sh- sugar is terrible for you. So
0: that's like your exception.
2: Next time she goes in there, she's going to get the full one. And right as she leaves, I'm just going to smack it her <laughs> just right in front of a child and just splat it, and then step on it and be like, "Fat shame. and just I, I walk that. away. I deserve that. I deserve it. <laughs> It's going to be the best.
1: I deserve it. It's going to be guess. like a
2: flash mob fat shame That's what we're going to do. Because mm,
0: that is your vice. You talk about no. <laughs> yogurt
2: a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I love it.
0: But so what if you got a yogurt and he really did
1: say like, do you know how much sugar is in there? And then made you feel bad about I it? I would say... I absolutely know how much sugar in the, is in this. And I.
2: And I don't give a f- yeah. f- f- fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Which is if he,
1: he could have done that with the oh freaking iced tea. He could have been like, yeah, mm-hmm. I know. And I feel like my blood sugar's low and I'm going to have this. And I would have been like, "But But you, right. you hit a trigger though. I know.
3: Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's
0: intense. And then you probably had a fight about
1: litter bugs because Sarah hates litter bugs. Oh, my God. I was thinking it, <laughs> Susie. The whole ride home, I was thinking it, but I couldn't say it because I knew it would it was just like, get just, me
2: deeper you just do I couldn't
1: do it. I was going to be like, I almost... As soon as he did it, made him turn the car around and go pick <laughs> go it get up. It. And he would have. Ki- I no. I would be no. No.
2: I know how that would have gone. <laughs> she over. knew not to. She knew not to poke the the, the grizzly bear. It would yeah. have been like the revenant. The bear ravaged the body. <laughs> no. So
0: do you feel it was like a projection thing?
1: Probably. <laughs> Maybe, we're probably. just judgy, Just judgy, really. I was just like in the mood to control every aspect of his life yesterday.
2: I, I do, I do want to say, like being I, real I do want to say something radical about the Brain oh Candy podcast because oh originally, like, food, we're like, hey, we're going to talk about food, we're going to talk about like you know farm to table, and we're going to talk about <laughs> this, and now we're talking about like food issues and fighting, and that's what's so rad about the Brain Candy podcast. It's free form. <laughs> it it it's is. like which direction are we going? It's like a jellyfish it's in the ocean. It's just he's flowing, you know what I mean. Which direction? I don't know. The tide's flowing. We go with the flow. We do. I like that it's, because,
0: it's entertaining. You know, that's what makes a good, you know, because the show. food
2: issues are like a super big deal. And yeah. for certainly, someone like myself who has had food issues my entire life. You know, it, you know, work in the industry. You know, we're also at a time now where, you know, I'll, I'll use the example: we went back to boobs, right, and in, in image and all that. We're on Instagram now, we're in, you know, people are social media where, um, you know, you're having so much more imagery. It's more imagery now. We're seeing more, more body conscious stuff now. Yeah. It's not less. You're seeing more stimulus and more of that. And I'd imagine the body conscious um factors are more than they've ever been and people are more subjected to that and uh, I'm sure how people perceive food and what they're eating in their own selves is probably, m- you know, more scrutiny and more intense. Well, and then
0: people take pictures of their food. Yeah. yeah. So there's this weird dichotomy of like people look so good on Instagram and social media, but then they're eating all this stuff. And you, I'm sure a lot of people are like, how is this happening? Right. Yeah. Where people, uh, even you guys, you guys look so nice all the time, but you're always, like you said, you're always at like fancy schmancy events.
2: Right, Where we don't take, It's not locale. You know we don't take photos of when we're at home on a Sunday after a hangover and it looks like a badger has just like eaten through the entire pantry. And there's pizza and like whatever. <laughs> like, don't take a photo of like the bloated brrr, no, Instagram that. But nobody like, does. Oh, the so beautiful. Oh, it's a farm to table and it's a beautiful chef. Whatever and wine. We don't do that. We do that. We you know? all do. Yeah. It's
0: all a false.
2: It's a stage. Narrative. It's a staged life. Yeah. Yeah. A great artist. Uh, Uh, a a really amazing artist that i love um put this like manifesto about instagram uh on uh on his uh on his instagram basically saying that like instagram is like the life we wish we were living yeah life life we're projecting that we're living but not the life we're actually living yeah um cool cool little side note about uh about taking photos of of a of food yes um, you know, right now in the food movement, you know, a lot of people are, you know, they go out to these restaurants and these chefs and people take photos of the food, sure. and, you know, food is such an experiential thing. You know, you share it with people, you're going out to the new restaurants and you're going to farmer's markets and doing all these things. A lot of the restaurants now, um, uh, like the new top restaurants don't allow that anymore yes um, they're not I was allowing reading you to do that anymore because really? it, it interrupts mm-hmm. with the people don't want if you're at these nice restaurants they don't want no, of
3: course flash photography and it's so annoying and when i see a flash. all this
2: stuff um i think like um one chef david chang uh in new york who's a really top chef owns a momofoku and a bunch of stuff he's like i don't need like we will send you photos of the food and you mm-hmm. can like, you can access the photos on our website and, and put them on there. But we don't want like, you know what I mean? Like it's a dining experience. Yeah. You know? yeah just right. be
0: there in the moment and right. enjoy it.
2: We deal with that sometimes when we travel. I'm like, babe, I don't always want to be taking photos of everything. I want to be like, like I want to be living the experience and not like yeah taking a photo of it all the time. Cause it interrupts the yeah. flow of the experience. It's hard but. to
0: find a balance there. Yeah. Because it is fun to share with other people and show them what you're up to and what you're experiencing, but then are you experiencing it properly right. if you're yeah. worried about that?
1: Or- uh one of my friends went for on her honeymoon, uh somebody gave her as a gift a photographer for a day. So on her honeymoon, instead of them taking pictures the whole time, they had a photographer and it was like like, just, you know, following them around. Bucks, just follow them around Reality as they were doing all their that. stuff and they have great pictures of them and their cool food and all this stuff that they were doing but they never had to interrupt their moment and i That's thought a that great was the idea. best gift yeah to i've give never somebody. heard of that yeah i loved that idea
2: hmm. yeah we thought about it but we we, we just yeah, went into it yeah, yeah but went... you guys
1: had an awesome time sure and... did we ate a lot
2: of food a lot <laughs> of cart food
0: wait when you came back so were you super skinny for
1: your wedding
2: because you know how
1: people do that. I,
2: I I was definitely I don't think we went like psychotic. Yeah, I'm probably the same
1: right now as okay. I was. But I definitely worked for it.
2: Yeah. I'm 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 actually about eight pounds lighter than I was on you my look wedding. Really thin. But I was but I was definitely working towards being as healthy as a kid.
0: And then what about post honeymoon? And oh got right.
2: fat so fat kid party. I put fifteen pounds on. I
0: put fifteen pounds on too.
2: Without even it wasn't close. Well,
0: okay, so Sarah's weakness is yogurt. We know what would you say? Like, is your thing like, oh, it's pizza
2: could, for sure. I mean, pizza. yeah. I mean, I'm totally like, no sweets is an issue for me. It's all carb driven. Like, you know, I used to really like, um, you know, for me, it's all about carb
1: driven. The- you make that sound like, like.
2: Well, like for me, nice. if you said like, like oh, oh if you strong. gave me the carpet. bombest chocolate cake or right. the best yogurt or you said you could have the in and out it would be in and out yeah, every time. Oh, or the best pizza, it would be the pizza before any type of situation. You know, for me, that that's really um, a tricky thing. One of my biggest issues is alcohol being in the booze business. Mm-hmm. Alcohol is the enemy because it has a twofold thing. When you eat, when you drink, it is a, alcohol is a massive alcohol um, um, appetite stimulant just in general. Mm-hmm. So not, and so when you do that, yes, it makes you more hungry. It also keeps your, um, your willpower yeah. gets beat down. Yeah.
1: It's a double so whammy. One. And
2: then you're hung over the next day and you're like, give me the grease. Yeah. Well, and so I also it's heard a tricky, very tricky piece that
1: your body needs to metabolize the alcohol before it works towards metabolizing your food. Right. So it's, it really messes up your metabolism if you're drinking cuz you first have to you know get rid of all of that in your body before you can even work on yeah yeah
2: the guys i know in the business that really do well about staying fit when they drink they eat no carbohydrates mm. they stick really heavy into the proteins and the vegetables because that has the longest amount of time in your gut to metabolize naturally so the alcohol can can Metabolized, yeah. And then, you know, the, the, that protein <laughs> and greens will stay in the body. And, you know, that carb isn't just sitting there and because alcohol is, is, is sugar, is a metabolized sugar. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah, but it's a, it's well, a balance. Trust me. And I'm on that. I've got like one foot on a roller skate and one foot on a banana peel. So it's <laughs> not, a, it's not, a, I, I ain't doing it too well. Trust me. It's-
1: As a professional welder, Shana Ford uses forge FX to practice over and over
0: Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. In all your travels and your job stuff, do you have one meal that's like, this was the best thing I ever had?
2: Um, It would be really hard to isolate the best meal I've ever had, but um, Sarah and I have had some amazing experiences. I think the best meal that I would say we've ever had is probably the meals that we've had together. We ate at a place called Congracia in, uh, in Spain. That was the place in Barcelona where um we um we just got a recommendation from the concierge in barcelona and the restaurant only had 10 tables and you go into the restaurant there's 10 tables you have a choice a five course menu or a six course menu the five course they don't tell you what's coming the six course they do the the waiter is the sommelier is the this the that the food comes out the wine was so good i actually bought the wines also and took them with me and we carried them around spain with us that was pretty amazing what about you
0: not funny when like you you're out. It, a lot of the best
1: meals are like expectation more is the
2: enemy yeah, though of, of joy. Oh. Like you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Absolutely. We've well, had...
1: I'll, he'll tell you our best. I'll tell you our worst. Yeah, that's our fun. worst. That's fun. Was uh, what is it? Anthony Bourdain. No reservations. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Co-co-co. we were uh, we went to Russia, and we had watched this Anthony Bourdain show. No reservations. <laughs> no reservations. Yeah. Great show. We love it. And there was this uh farm to table like local restaurant that was supposed to be amazing and it was all like just seasonal stuff, just stuff that was grown there like
2: it's sort of nouveau russian like like a revolu like basically like St. Petersburg Russian food, but like, which Russian food isn't known to be like that exciting, but yeah, it was sure. like they were taking it to a new level. Yeah. And um,
1: Anthony Bourdain was like, oh, this is so good and blah, blah, blah. And he, it looked so good when we were there. So we make the reservation for the place and we ask, you know, the, the, you know, cruise director, or whatever, oh, do you know, like, help us find where we need to go? And he's like, oh, I've never heard of that place. I asked the text driver, oh, I never heard of that. It seems like nobody's ever heard of this place. We, and- we
2: had to get a, in St. Petersburg, we didn't have a visa. So, we had to get a driver, a Mercedes driver, to get a a temporary visa to get us to leave the boat, to have somebody escort us.
0: Come on. Because Russia doesn't allow you to
2: to to just get off the boat without a. So, we had to get a driver to escort us, sit outside the restaurant, to be watching us. This is how much work we had to do to get to this restaurant. Yeah. And the food was barf. Barf. The, the first the first deal the first dish it
1: was, I was like Anthony Bourdain if I ever see you I'm going to slap you <laughs> so you know what this. you
2: know what pate is like yeah. you know it's liver or it's like um, you know some like liver mousse or what have you the first dish Ugh. was a pate, but it was liver mousse ice cream.
1: Ice cream. So
2: it was liver pate ice cream. Pate
1: and, sh- and ice cream so should ice never go together. So ice cold
2: milk liver ice cream. And I've eaten some very weird shit in my day. And I'm pretty wide open. <laughs> yeah. And this was one of those, like, it tasted like bile and iron. But yeah. But, like, with Ugh. milk. And it Everything like, kind
1: of tasted like clay. It was, it was like, <laughs> every clay. Came out. Everything every was brown. Out,
2: it, we we were in and out of the restaurant in 45 minutes. I was like, <laughs> Dish, dish, dish. It was what like, was the
0: weird dessert horrible. too?
1: There was like a weird dessert that was not good. That was I don't even remember. It oh, was so, but it just was like just like so disappointing because I think there's that expectation, and you know, we had
2: we were telling people we're going to this restaurant. What oh, was Anthony it called? Coco, Coco, Coco. Yeah.
1: Cocoa, yeah.
2: Yeah. Whoa. I say like, cocoa, no. You <laughs> no, probably no, no. were
0: hungry when you were done, right?
2: Uh, it was, oh, oh, we, we went definitely eight yeah, went to a right? like uh, pizza, probably. Yeah, it was definitely one of those. We've like, done
1: that a few times. We went to that, that big, what was it, 21-course tasting menu?
2: At Bazaar, which one? At
1: Bazaar. Yeah. And ordered a pizza at the hotel yeah. yeah. we got home. Sometimes. Uh, you
2: know,
0: but because we're just so, so drunk
1: because they just keep giving you wine, <laughs> wine with every course. So it's that like happens. 21 courses and that much alcohol. Out- and I mean...
2: That, we've had that a few Landon times where so I'm just drunk. like so hammered by you halfway through because to be honest, like I'm in this high end business. I sell these really high end wines, but like in reality, I'm just a scumbag. Like I grew up like on tuna casserole and meat bo- meatloaf. This you know, true. my parents didn't drink wine. You know, my parents didn't drink at all. You You're know? making me
1: want wine so bad right now. We're, we're, we're we working can on arrange the, that. This might be our only
0: sober podcast. I, I, I think, think it done. is. It's only because
1: I got here at ten o'clock
2: instead <laughs> of noon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, uh, you know, so over the over my fifteen years, like I joke, like all my friends who now know me now, I'm a sommelier, worked all over the world, dined in all these amazing restaurants. They look at me today, and the guys that have known me for a long time, they go, "Dude, you've got these guys totally snowed. They like, <laughs> con them all. Like they see me swirling and and talking about foie gras and truffles and." Talking about 40 different types of uh, mushrooms and how they interact with wine. They were like, dude, remember when we used to eat 39 cent McDonald's cheeseburgers <laughs> and buy 20 of them and freeze them? Because they knew me back when I was definitely like the scumbum. I
0: saw on uh, Twitter yesterday someone asked, uh, Gordon Ramsay, they said, Julia Child said that her one like secret food. That she loved was uh, McDonald's French fries, mm. and Gordon said his was In and Out. Like you said earlier, I mean, yeah. it's, it's tasty. It's great. In and
2: Out is on another level. One of my one of my top chefs I used to work with in the beginning for Christmas, he used to only ask for Del Taco gift cards and Bud Light. That was his <laughs> like because he'd Cause he been cooking it. all this fine food all day, and when he got off at eleven at night. He didn't want John Dory and, and frisee salads. He wanted Del Combo burritos and Bud Light yeah, longnecks. You that know what I mean? Like,
1: it does. You know,
2: he's like, you he want the antithesis of, and it's what I want too. Normally when I'm on the road, you know, like normally I'll have three or four wine dinners where I'm guest speaking and the, the, the food is generally very rich. You know, you're having pork belly and Brussels sprouts and, you know, really unique fishes. The first thing I want when I get home is a burrito. You know, I want a ranch salad with like (laughs) the most mundane, basic, normal folk food. So Mm -hmm. it's pretty normal to have that sort of feeling, you know, you don't get a lot of sympathy. But but
0: don't you think like it's a good lesson for people that anybody can learn about all types of food? And, you know, if you feel like you came from, like I always say, I came from a long line of white trash. Yeah. But like you can still learn and appreciate new things. Like what would be a way for people to like ease into really nice stuff? For their palate, if they're used to, like, Doritos.
2: Yeah. I mean, like I said, now we're living in a time and age where it's, like, the accessibility is just so strong now with, like, the internet and Instagram and and blogs and Facebooks and all those types of things. One of the best things I would recommend is... To if you want to learn, there's so many good cooking classes out there now. Like um, William Sonoma, Sorlatabla, yeah. they mm-hmm. do. Um, they have an entire um, cooking classes that you can take, and they're pretty cheap now. I think like you can do a cooking class. I think it's um, forty bucks or forty five dollars for an evening for three hours to learn to cook, and, and you get and, dinner, eat it. and You get to yeah. eat you best know?
1: date night thing. Yeah, that's a good idea. Super oh. good date night. Yeah, <laughs> gentlemen,
2: good. if you want to be uh, closing, closing, closing some bootay, deal. You go take a girl, instead of taking her out to dinner, you go do a cooking class together. You learn how to cook, and then um, you... There is
0: something about a kitchen. And,
2: and then and it's really super fun, so that's a great experience. And the, and uh, the cooking you've never level... T- done that to me,
1: or taking me there. That's so. because
2: I already know how to cook, and I've already closed with the cooking at home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's
1: true. Just, no, just,
2: know, this, just true. know this. Just uh, know this. Third date, uh, cook for the lady. Closing, closing. We're married now. We're married now. We're married now. There's no shame
1: in third dates.
2: Third date dinner, cooking home.
1: Disciplined. Closing. (laughs) You're right. Okay. You know. That's right.
2: Always be closing. It wasn't
1: even like he had to try. It was like,
2: yep. Nightmare. My clothes
1: were off before the door was even closed.
2: Sandman. Introducing Play.it, a podcast network like no other. From award-winning news programming and number one sports brands to entertainment and business leaders. Welcome. We're going to make you laugh. We're going to make you think the biggest stories in entertainment. What's happening in business today?
0: Relationships, dating, pop culture,
2: celebrity. Give you that news and information. The biggest names in sports. Play.it is delivering storytelling at its best. Want to see something entertaining? Tune in. Hear what you've been missing at Play.it are listening to the Brain Candy Podcast with Susie Meister and Sarah Rice.
0: I want to talk about, because we mentioned the hipster sort of like artisanal, yeah. all that stuff, farm to table. I want to talk about that. And then I want to do a newlywed game.
3: Okay. <laughs> okay. <Cool>. So <laughs> I just want to make sure
0: we have time for that. Um, yeah. So what do you think about this sort of movement, like the hipster? Like it comes from a good place, right? So like people want to learn how to grow their own food and like. You know, it would be organic and stuff, but there yeah. is sort of a snobbery in it. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. there's a, there's a certain fine line for sure. I yeah. mean, I think look, people definitely need to know mm-hmm. what's going on with their food. I mean, our food situation the, the the cheaper the food is, the crappier it is. I mean, that is an unfortunate oh. reality. I mean,
1: you know where your quality. meat comes from. You yeah. Know yeah. where your meats That's are the coming most from. Thing.
2: I mean, you know, look what your what your chickens eat. It goes into their flesh and it goes into our body. So if they're having, or, you know, all this probiotic, I mean, now you're seeing, you know, McDonald's and these places saying, oh, now we're not using hormones. Well, shit, for 30 years they were pumping hormones. So, you know, being specific and knowing what our food is, what's going into the production of our food is really important. But you don't need to go to Whole Foods mm-hmm. to do that now. And Now there's a total rise of like sprouts, mm-hmm. amazing spot. That's uh, half the price of Whole Foods where you can get your organics and you can, they're telling you what's in your meats, your grass feds, what um, free range is. There's some key words that you want to be paying attention to for your food. Like I said, free range, grass fed, hormone free the organics um that are really, really important. But what's starting to happen a little bit is this like elitist movement. And uh I've got a good friend of mine, uh he'll know when he listens to the podcast who like mm-hmm. makes his own kombucha. He grows <laughs> his own mushrooms and right. stuff. And he's like, oh my God, I have a new batch of kombucha. It's like so much stronger and smells got. more like piss than the last one. It's so much better for you. <laughs> and he's like uh, I got this new green drink. It's like $72 for 10 ounces. It's so much better for me. You know, there's there's a point where there's a little bit of this um, elitism now with food and where um we need to be cautious that there's a lot of waste that's associated with that as well. Yeah. Um, you know, we the, we we watched uh, last week tonight with John Oliver and there was a great segment that he had where there was a peach farmer that wastes 40% of all of his peaches because they're not aesthetically pleasing yeah. for the for the grocery stores. But the yeah. peaches are totally edible. Yeah. You know, they're, they're literally Delicious. just cosmetically fine and they don't pick them and can them. And this... there's
1: a metaphor for like life and how we look at people in there yeah. or something like that.
2: Well, we don't want to be, we you know, there. Um, there there are countries that uh, you know. This is a first-world problem, and I think with food, we want to make sure that um, that we're focused on the nutritional value on things, and the not so much on the aesthetic and the in the image that that it's projecting to mm-hmm. other people. It's really about what it's providing for us.
0: Yeah, because it's a strange thing where a lot of the poorest people are the most overweight, and there's a, 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 I think there's some confusion about why that happens. Right, and then the wealthier people tend to be on the thinner side statistically. Right. And it's a strange thing where this sort of organic movement also contributes to like class warfare. Yeah, it's a
2: class warfare situation. I mean, you see somebody that walking around, I'm using Whole Foods only for an example, um, but you know, somebody that just spent $6 on a green drink on vegetables that only cost 42 cents. Yeah you know what I'm saying, yeah. to, to they could have purchased themselves and done yeah. uh, that the, the person in the lower economic class could have produced that themselves, but they're getting green drink. They're getting drank. Yeah. has got 3% juice mm-hmm. in it. You know what I'm saying? And there's this massive class divide um, there. And, you know, it's definitely, this is getting worse, unfortunately, not better as, mm-hmm. you know, they talk about these food deserts now with the grocery that stores where the people so in the lower oh, economic areas, they really can't bad. even get... They're not even buying food from grocery stores anymore. They're having to buy them from liquor 7-11's stores and or- 7-Elevens and buying produce in those these other areas. So, you know... Um, they that-
0: just don't... They don't have access. No, no they access. just don't. Oh. Uh, did we break your train of thought? Yeah. Go back to something else. I oh, What was I to say? Well, we can make some kombucha. What is it called?
2: Kombucha. Well, I've never
0: had it. Oh, it's so good.
1: Oh, I it's love it. No way.
2: Like <laughs> it's kind
1: of a if you like a more acidic y vinegary taste, like I do I love it. There's a ginger one, ginger lemon. Oh, I'm a big
2: fan.
0: See, my mom is super uh, into healthy stuff and I think she just tricks herself into thinking things are delicious when they're really good for her.
2: My trainer, my trainer, uh, shout out to Stu White. Um, he's <laughs> a great, great dude. Keeps me, keeps me on the level. He literally, and he believes in this. Yeah. He has trained his palate to, he eats blander food. Yeah. And he said, truly now my palate has been dumbed down. Yeah. I eat, he puts drinks, he puts garlic and fennel in his drinks for health and they make them taste like shit. But his palate he's has been dumbed to... down. You know, you do hyperstimulate your palate by yeah. eating sugar and mm-hmm. eating these certain things, and your palate then is more, more bitchy. It's yeah. more bitchy about certain things. It's more sensitive to these certain flavors. If you dumb that down a bit, you know, it's like why you just eat more greens and more bland type foods. I mean, I don't necessarily advocate that. I do believe food. I mean, certainly coming from someone now coming full circle that you know was a fat kid and all this food is life. I mean. The, the, the greatest joys in my life have, uh, even though it's been a tough part of my life, the greatest joys in my life have been surrounded by food, right?
3: It's about
2: people and about wine and about culture and sitting like my, truly my greatest experience in my life. Food has been the center of all of those yeah. things. So I, I don't advocate, you know, licking bark and, you know, grading, grading your own, you know, growing your own, whatever's and it tastes like crap and convincing yourself. But, um, yeah, it's you can do balance. both. You yeah. can enjoy
0: them. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you remember are you just, I feel like your brain is preoccupied preparing for this quiz I have for you. <laughs> for,
1: no, no, no. But what I was going to mention before is I think when we were talking about the food deserts and how there's, that really is, uh, like a class thing that creates two different people who, who do have access to food, who don't have access to, to food. I think it's important to say that there's this kind of myth out there that if you don't have a lot of money to spend on food, that you have to buy like the mcdonald's mm-hmm. thing like oh well i could feed my whole family for ten dollars well if you give me that ten dollars i can get a box of pasta for a 99 cents i a good pasta i can get a thing of tomato sauce for two dollars at
2: trader joe's yeah. and
1: you can get some fresh vegetables right, but put in there, there and make a and salad salad <laughs>
2: There's no I Trader have. Joe's in Detroit, you know, in South Central, in this area. No, that, no, I absolutely, I, I, I have, but
1: I, I, there's there's I a way to do it, it that people like, if, if you it's give not people access. Yeah, yeah. It's not like I, I can make $10. Like, uh-huh, listen, I lived on like freaking <clears throat> top ramen money in college and I was eating oh, healthy I, I, meals. I totally, I
2: totally agree with you, I think, but that's the point is that, that we, live, we, we live in Huntington Beach in Orange County. There are. 15 grocery stores right. and a farmer's in a, market. in a farmer's market in a three mile radius. Yeah. And well, you go yeah. to the other places, they have, you know, one market or one and, and or two or what have you, but the type, they, they don't carry the diversity of right, right. choices that, you know, we're going to have, they're going to have, you know, they don't have the low fats and the organics and this, they have like a couple types and they're not low sodium options. They're not this they're not right. that's. And, and a lot of it also is, you know, when you talk about the economics of it, if you've got a, a a mother and a father and they're working forty hour weeks and fifty hour weeks and some of to work in two jobs, mm-hmm. they're not. It's not about just money. It's, time. it's about time.
1: Yeah, it's well, about for just... ten
2: bucks. I got to feed my kids, get them through, and going home and
1: it's cooking that forty five
2: minute. Yeah. You know, doing the you know, shoot, you can buy a piece of tough the tough meat like uh, like a like an osobuco type meat or something or uh, that needs to be crock potted. Yeah. It's a cheap piece of meat. It's delicious, but it needs to be cooked and braised and done and this is and that. So, you know, it, it's a very very tough thing. I think we need to keep raising the awareness on that because,
1: yeah,
2: um, you know, the when we have when we're having kids nowadays that are getting diabetes at eleven yes. years old.
1: Educate our kids about vegetables. Get them excited about Don't send Jamie, them to Oliver, Jamie,
2: Craig. Jamie Oliver. Jamie yeah, Oliver. No Jenny Craiging. No fat shaming. Yeah. It's really about the educating and and uh, and uh, and all that good stuff.
0: All right, so for Let's my
2: game. Let's say the game. newlywed game. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> Adam says he's going to make game show music. Yeah, <gasps> absolutely. <laughs> Whatever it. Uh, who wants to be the person that's in here and who wants to go out?
1: I'll go out. Okay, Oh, okay.
0: And then I'll come get you. This is
1: so much fun. <laughs>
0: you would love it I He love would hate it. it no he loves okay. kids too okay. don't cheat honey no cheaters okay. he's a cheater uh, is he a cheater oh
1: my god he's such a cheater
0: okay well you can't be too loud okay um okay so i'm gonna ask mostly stuff about like married life but i also am gonna ask one question about like the time that you were broken up just, okay great okay uh so, <laughs> so to begin uh I'll start with the one. W- there was a period of time where Landon and you broke up and yeah. then you got back together. How yeah. long was that interim? Like two years. How many girls did Landon date <gasps> <laughs> during that time? I'm going to say one,
1: two, one, three,
0: four. And I'm going to. I'll clarify with him. Like how we'll long consider is dating? like one date? One date. date?
1: Yeah. Just one date? Oh, okay. Then This is way more. I'm gonna say in two years, probably twenty. Okay, twenty. <gasps> Let me write that down. Which means he probably slept with twenty. Uh, God damn that manslut!
0: You're mad already. And I made him get an, an STD
1: test before we got back together. I was like, I need to know.
0: <laughs> He's gonna be so mad. What so mad. Say? Okay. Uh, what is the thing about you that annoys him the most?
1: When he picks his toenails and leaves them Wait, on... Wait, this
0: is supposed to be about what annoys him about you. Oh, him about me. <laughs>
1: oh, okay. I was like, what annoys me about him? Now I need to know that, too. Okay. <laughs> um, for He's probably supposed to say what annoys me, him about me the most. This um, is more fun than I thought. <laughs> oh, it could be... Oh, God. My stuff. Studies. Mm-hmm. He used to call me "Studies Show" Sarah. He hates that. What's that mean? Like I just always give him like, "Well, let me tell you about this one psychological study that." Said I'm not allowed to tell him okay. any before nine a.m. Um, So either that <laughs> or when I leave my craft. You're gonna stuff have to everywhere. choose. You're gonna have to choose. You're
0: gonna want to think. What would Landon say? What would Landon say? Landon would
1: say. You're so competitive. Like you're genuinely most... worried. About. I know. I think he's gonna say me leaving my craft stuff everywhere. Okay.
0: Now, what was that about toenails?
1: That he, what drives me the yeah. most crazy is that he picks his toenails, like, his he, instead of, like, cutting his nails like a normal human being, he picks them, and then he, he makes like a little pile them of them oh on the table. Okay. But he didn't used to. He used to just throw them behind the couch, and then I moved the couch, and I swept behind there, and I found probably 200 toenails. <laughs> it was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. So... That annoys me the most about him. Ask him I that mean,
0: poster. this is so clear to me why you were cast on the show, because you will tell anything. I know, it's
1: really a
3: problem. <laughs>
0: okay, okay, okay. What would be another good question that he, like, uh, let me think uh, about you. What could we get ask you? Or something about you that he might know or not know. Um, well, fuck, I don't know. This is your game. I know, I um, didn't prepare. I just knew I wanted to do what it. What do they ask in the newlyweds? They say, like, Oh, yeah, about sex. Your, like, yeah, yeah, favorite place. Where's where the craziest <laughs> place you
1: ever had sex? Uh, that's an easy one. We already one. revealed that on this show, didn't Did we? we? No, that was where I gave him a BJ in the bathroom, in the restaurant bathroom. Uh, no, the craziest place we had sex was in the parking lot of an Andrea Bocelli concert. Oh,
0: my <laughs> <That's ridiculous>. God. <laughs> All right, I'm going to bring him in. Okay. Oh, okay, Landon. Oh, that's hilarious! (laughs) Okay, I'm nervous. I'm so nervous nervous. nervous for you. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. Don't be scared.
2: I'm not scared.
0: All right. So, in when you're, I'm sure you've seen the show. um, You are really going to try to answer what you think she said, okay? Rather than like what maybe the truth is.
2: (laughs) Okay, I understand. In order
0: to win the game. Okay. Um. During the time that you guys were broken up before you got back together,
3: okay.
0: <laughs> how many girls did you go out with for even one date total?
2: Oh shit!
1: <laughs> I think I under. Under, um, guessed. under guessed.
2: During that time, oh shit! Um, I'm gonna go with ten.
1: Oh, what? I'm so even one date two years, honey. Twenty. Okay.
2: Okay. That was my first instinct. Was twenty. T-
0: oh. Right.
2: So that was my first instinct. Was twenty.
0: And then you thought maybe she said ten.
2: Yeah. That's hilarious. over twenty then.
0: Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, one a month. Less okay, than Okay, twenty. Yeah. She
2: thinks I was a whore for sure. <laughs> I did have a girlfriend during that time though, so she Named used to think about Sarah. That. So she has, you to, weirdo. she has to think I had a girlfriend for during that time. So that's true. And she had a boyfriend during that time. So step off, yeah, girl. <laughs>
0: Yeah. What? And not named Landon. Okay. Big dork. What is the thing about Sarah since you've been married that's most annoying to you? Like in your daily life?
2: Uh, she leaves uh, hair in the drain <laughs> of the tub.
0: <laughs>
2: that's big, you and started I just pulled,
1: saying what I thought going to be my And answer. I
2: pulled a big old hair clot out yesterday. It was disgusting. Listen, uh, if
1: you want this beautiful mane, yeah. it comes with... Like, it is unavoidable. What do you want? You want me to have awesome hair, <laughs> okay. or you want me to have no but hair? That,
0: her answer was that she leaves craft stuff everywhere around the house.
2: That doesn't bother me. Aww,
3: yes. that's
1: nice. I've told you
2: that many times because it's money yeah, making. Yeah, but no. Yeah. So what happens
1: better. when I find the beads in the carpet and then I wake up in the morning and the beads are all in a pile on the table? Well,
2: that's <laughs> because <laughs> I'm helping you.
1: He's a cleaner. Well, because I don't want
2: the dog to choke and die. Okay.
1: Um, what is the thing that
0: annoys her most about you?
2: Um, I picked my nose. Oh,
0: oh. <laughs> she did mention that. Yeah.
2: Oh. Or I hocked loogie. It's like something oh, like. God, you're reminding or me about Lugie all the things that. Like,
1: what? <laughs> That's every guy though. Once he hocked loogie on our porch. And oh, I went out it. there to take care of the dog in the morning, barefoot, and I freaking stepped in What did you answer? I had a she meltdown. She said something about your toenails.
2: That is, like I knew it was something. Like your toenails or something. Come on, it's definitely something. boogers, more boogers. That's very boogers. rare that I do that. Do you? Are
0: you like super into picking your nose? Like you get into it?
1: <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> no, he's like, like, no.
1: He's like, he just does this, like a, a, the old like a thumb, quick, the old thumb in there. But then he <laughs> likes to like. Roll
2: and flick. I, I roll call him a picker
1: and a flicker. Yeah. You are a roller and a flicker. Pick roll up. and
2: flow. Wow. We gotta roll and go. Yeah. Okay. She knows that's, that's much more than. I, I, I the toenail thing is probably like twice a year.
1: No. To explain it's the just 200 had... toenails behind the couch. Okay. Where was, is... I've been there for
2: 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
0: Where is the weirdest place you had sex?
2: andre bocelli <laughs> in my car <laughs> nothing gets you hornier than bocelli that's so
0: true, so true. <laughs> she had to answer that all right well yeah. you got one right and if we're counting the 20 people then you got two right yeah that's it's tough. definitely
2: 20 that's yeah. pretty good it could yeah. have been way
0: worse that's really good. i just didn't
2: want to seem like i was a slut though well um, you were
0: well uh, thank you so much for coming thank and you. sharing your food journey absolutely and I think it's time for us to move on to the booze.
3: Let's booze it Amen. up. All
0: right. So, guys, thank you for listening, and
1: don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Oh, hey, I have something to say to people. If you have any awesome restaurant recommendations in your town and other towns, tell us about your favorite place that you've eaten at, had a food experience at, and uh, post it. And, you know, with how much we travel, we'd love to go check it out.
0: Yes. And, and we and like
1: the di- the dives and the, you know, yeah, food cart places, too. Yeah, quality, like the food that I love doesn't always correlate with price. Sometimes the best meals, I think the best meals I've had have been like under $20 Yeah, dishes. like a good old greasy spoon. I like the I love best place, place is
2: Open Sesame. <gasps> in beach it's the and the it's the best under best $20 bucks a person. It's the bomb. The best.
0: All right, guys. See you next time. Bye. Mm. Say bye, Landon. Bye. <laughs>